What in the past prevents you from living your best in the present? Funny how when you try and leave those problems in the past, they instead create even more problems in the present. The good Dr. Kashi discusses how to truly leave your past in the past so that we can make the best use of the present and reach our goals. Roll the intro! Hello! Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Cashy. I am your host, Dr. Trevor Cashy. Thank you so much for your patience. All sorts of tech stuff going on. Things have been happening recently. The supernatural, I suppose. <laughs> In today's episode, we're actually paying attention to some other supernatural powers. Special attention to all that crappy stuff that happened then. That's making your life so gosh darn difficult now. But first, here's what you're learning. Hmm? Here's what you are learning. A hundred people can have the exact same past. And you can still have 100 different futures. Hmm. What happened before has a minority influence on what you choose to think and act now. That came out funny. <laughs> what happened before has a minority influence on what you choose to think and do now. That's right. Okay. What you choose to think and do now has a majority influence on what happens now. To fix the conundrum of the past problem, present conundrum thing, uh, with some coaching help, you must violently challenge the absurdity of being upset with your upsetness. Sounds ridiculous, right? Let's hop in. So much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Okay. Also, drop a yes in the comments if something in the past is still plaguing you in the present because there are definitely rational and constructive ways to get through it. Time to dive into some background. Uh, people put a lot of effort into digging through their horrible, awful, no good, very bad details of their past as a way to spontaneously fix the present. Like... If you figure out this one thing, then this other thing will solve itself. Uh, makes perfect sense. A lot of people think like that. Blech, like the whole getting to the root of the problem sort of thing. As if they figure out how an event back then that already happened and is well over with is somehow the reason why they think and act the way they think and act now. It makes perfect sense because those who do not learn history are doomed to repeat it, right? Huh. And things that make perfect sense are also pretty dangerous. Because this ends up transitioning to, into a demand people place on themselves to learn about their past. And because this is an arbitrary and haphazard approach to problem solving, it's just too darn difficult to apply a rational and scientific approach to resolution. In other words, instead of learning about their past, they end up obsessing and ruminating, constantly bringing it up and then blocking themselves with it. And in a sad stroke of irony, by trying to not repeat the past, by constantly obstructing their path with it, they're repeating it over and over. <sighs> it makes perfect sense to think that problems of the past are problems of the present. Take a step back though. The original problem, the original stimulus, it came and went, it came and went. When approached scientifically, however, you find that the experience of the past are tooled to create and sustain problems in the present. It only feels like the past is a problem in the present because it's used as a tool to create problems in the present. This happens because you choose to allow it to have an inflated influence on in how you make decisions right now. 
In other words, people are believing somebody or something else made a choice for them. And now they must stick to that choice. Something or somebody else made for them. Because, well, they must. Because they must. When you probe to find the evidence that substantiates that logic, it pretty much boils down to, well, I think and act this way because I've always thought and acted this way, and therefore I must continue to think and act that way because that's how I've always thought and acted. Makes perfect sense, right? Imagine being so stubborn and demanding that you convince yourself you must stick with and live up to a misery-inducing decision somebody else effectively made. Who knows when? By shifting priority away from the past, a lot of the problems kind of disintegrate. Almost as if by magic. Indeed, TKN gives priority to problems in the present because they're affecting you in the present. Time to retool this a bit. It makes perfect sense to say that what happened to you earlier on in your life is the reason why you have problems and obstacles you have right now. Indeed, there are things that happened, terrible, crippling things even. However, what made them terrible and crippling then is different than what keeps them terrible and crippling now. Indeed, it is your decision to take offense to people, to be overly frustrated by falling short of expectations or, or failing or, or off experiments or feel like you got the crappy end of the stick. Things did happen and you choose to let them, well, keep happening to you. Over and over, the same thing. This is because whenever you do anything, say when you look in the mirror, or get on the scale, or try clothes on, or eat, or go exercise, or whatever, you take all these potentially stimulating situations, you allow them to stimulate you, and then you have a response to it, and the response you have is anchored to your previous experiences, thoughts, feelings, and expectations. Since you have a majority influence over your previous expectations, thoughts, and feelings, to quite a real extent, your history is written the way you choose to write it. Therefore, when you look back and see a traumatizing, horrific, or handicapping experience in the past, you choose to make it a traumatizing, horrific, and handicapping experience in the present. By actively remembering how you thought and felt during some crappy experience in the past as a way to deal with an obstacle in the present, you keep the thoughts, feelings, and actions you, you anchored to that crappy experience alive and kicking in the present. Since you have the right to choose, you also have the right to refuse. The right to choosal means the right to refusal. Refuse to let it handicap you and stunt you. Refuse. <laughs> yeah, something upset you. Or, or much greater, something horrific, trauma, like something, something, something bad happened, okay? Then you got upset about it. And then you got upset about how you were upset about it. And now that you are learning you created your upsetness and that you can and do get upset about getting upset, now you might also get upset about that. <laughs> where does it end? Where does it end? <laughs> well, it ends where it started, with you. Coaching can and does help bridge that gap. It still starts and ends with you. Choose, with some help, mind you, to violently but rationally challenge the absurdity of being upset at your upsetness until you finally realize how absurd it really is and start actually legitimately moving toward achievement, moving that needle for real. So here's what you've learned. I'll bring this back here. Revisit this. Revisiting the past. <laughs> 100 people can have the exact same past, and you could have 100 different futures. And that just goes to show how much of the human component matters in the present. What happened before has a minority influence on in what you choose to think and do now, unless you inflate its, its, its influence by your choosing. 
And that's good. That means you can choose and refuse. And what you choose to think and do now has a majority influence on what happens now. And to fix the experience of the past causing the problems in the present conundrum, you must violently challenge with some coaching help the absurdity of being upset at your upsetness. So conclude here, wrap this up uh, with some examples here. Think to a recent event where you essentially thought, well, because this thing happened, then now I must think and feel and act this way now. You were rejected and, and victimized by people because of maybe your body in the past and how you're worthless and doomed to have that body forever because now that's just who you are. Or in the past, I chose to let their opinion of me give me permission to create ridiculous demands of myself and make my life miserable. Now I choose to make rational and constructive decisions for myself. Maybe you were burned by programs or people in the past and therefore you let them burn your opportunities in the present. Or, you know, maybe it, you think of it as a few methods or people fell short of my expectations in the past and I use that to give myself permission to smear everyone in every program that could possibly help me. Now I choose to consider the broader evidence and capacity for other people and programs to provide the help I need. Every time you got upset, you binged maybe. And that means you have to keep binging when you get upset because you reinforce it. That's what you were taught. That's the only thing that works, right? Or in the past, now I chose food as a way to distract myself, hide from reality and numb pain. And now I choose to confront what bothers me and work through it rationally and constructively. Maybe the scale has gone up your entire life. So that means it's, it's got to keep going up and, and therefore you make sure it keeps going up because that's, that is you now. Or maybe thinking of it as in the past, I chose to let relatively minor frustrations build up into what felt like disasters so I could give myself permission to fail and then use that to prove myself correct all along that I'm doomed to feel and look like this. And now I choose to take the information from my environment and use it to inform my decisions to get me closer to my goal. What demands are you placing on yourself to maintain these beliefs? What disasters do those demands create? Again, drop a yes in the comments if something from the past is still plaguing you in the present because there are definitely rational and constructive ways to get through it. Want to continue having coffee with Dr. Kashi? Head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It is very much appreciated. Thank you, and see you next week. Dr. Kashi is out! <laughs>